Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is our session zero for our brand new Mage Chronicle. Welcome, everybody, to Occultus Anonymous, the new Mage campaign chronicle thing, session zero. Uh, we're going to talk about our characters, talk about uh, we're going to touch on lines and veils uh, a little bit uh, just to make sure that moving into this, it's similar to what we talked about just recently in Blades in the Dark. If you haven't been watching that, go watch Blades in the Dark because the epic two session finale is coming soon. It's super epic. It's absolutely going to blow everything out of the water. Can I like mm-hmm. pump it up some more, Chris, and put more pressure absolutely. on you? Or? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I heard, uh, that, Leviathans. Uh, I heard that, G- that GM is doing great. Good, good, good jamming. Good, very oh, yeah. good jamming. I've I've had a blast. So yes, uh, but a special shout out um, to uh, our patrons who support us monetarily. Thank you guys very much for your support. Uh, thank you to uh, a wild doc has appeared from I think it's still the tall grass. Yeah, uh, Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Delore, Emil, Funzusu, Ruali, George, Jack, Jenny, Josh, Camo, Not a Mage of Not Australia. Catfeathers, Crazy Man, 1772, Melissa, Michael, Milo, V3, Moku, Neo Noble, Other Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Ramon, Ryan, uh, Session Sub-Zero, the best Mortal Kombat character, by the way. Uh, Shaksara, Sina, Terran, <gasps> The Arcane, Thomas, Thomas, <laughs> Toast, Ufsusama, Vortex, Woodfoot, and Zoltan. I will hear nothing from you, Chris, about other... I said we Mortal agreed Kombat. on a thing. <laughs> oh, okay. In that case, yeah. I will hear you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Sub-Zero uh, kicks ass. I would play uh, the girls in Sub-Zero. Yep. But uh, what are we playing in Mage, Drew? Well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> getting... Scrolling through chat here and Twitch mm. chat, feel free to throw in some more ideas. Mm. Uh, uh, so we had Guess it up, folks. Uh, if you have if you have a good have a good enough suggestion, we will change the game right now. Yeah, it, like if if it catches us, we'll, we'll we will change. Develop page but, references. Yeah, Death Fox did happen to catch Chris's little uh, whoops in the OA channel and mm. realized that Chris is playing a character named Isabel. So Fox has guessed that, that we're playing in the Victorian era. Uh, Perry has said that a mage, pirate, or riot. Um, uh, Mick JB says if they do uh, cyber, uh, mage cyberpunk, he's going to riot. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot, a lot of different stuff. I'm stalling. No, I'm not stalling. I'm having a good time. Cyber pirates, 1777. We got a 1943 Oslo. Holy shit! Space cowboys. That's a game. Yeah, so they're just gonna riot for the fun of it. Yeah, no, 1943 (laughs) Oslo. Like, if if we do a World War Two one, it's good. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like a one shot mini series, and it's it's gonna be a lot of Nazi killing. Wolfenstein vibes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Blink twice if they're making you stall. Nah. Uh, so, yes, there were a lot of guesses, including here, uh, about pirates. There we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I doesn't want to go. No, we're not playing pirates. Yeah, Craig's not- third eye. Holy shit, you called it. No, you did not call it. No, kids, we're doing the Old West. I got to come over here. There we go. <laughs> Yeehaw, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and there, And there's Amanda. Yes, you can thank everybody. Say thank you, Amku, uh, down there in chat. I'm going to I'm going to close these. Uh, she she made a couple little doodles. <laughs> Chris's ear satchel. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we are playing in the Wild West. Um, 
there are definitely a uh, thing, a couple things that we're going to talk about real quick off the bat, and we'll probably talk about them more when we actually get into the game. Um, we are playing a in a historical setting. We are going to be using some of the Dark Eras stuff. We're not using the same time frame, but we're pretty close. Um, and um, there, there's a lot of terrible stuff going on in the eight, late 1840s. Um, we are not going to be playing that up for shits and giggles we may talk about it it may be some uncomfortable stuff uh there's a wonderful quote about if you study history and you're proud and super happy about what you're reading you're probably not actually studying history or i will add you might be a terrible person um there's some cool things in history to to be proud of but if you're looking at all of history and super happy what you're reading you're not really reading history um so yes um in 1846 slavery is still legal in most of the u.s um most of the u.s is over on the east coast um there's california that isn't even a state yet um that doesn't happen till 1850 uh so yeah there is going to be some stuff um wild west wasn't a th- uh, wasn't really a thing in 1846 yep that's crew uh, that's we're why we're having more. this conversation right now yeah uh <laughs> this is definitely more of a frontier uh kind of thing um and we're just before things really kind of hit off um so uh it's going to be interesting um and uh yeah one thing uh that we will not be putting up with is oh but historically this thing or that thing we're, we're not going to play that game for instance the traditional pistol bullet that you think of and and you know six gun revolvers those are like a decade away we're going to play with them because i don't want to have to deal with the mental gymnastics of having to load bullets into a revolver and we're we're just not doing that. We're just not playing that. Um, We are. And also this is the Chronicles of Darkness. So history is slightly different because there's mages. Um, So we're going to be. And other things. Yeah. (laughs) Mages and other monsters and stuff like that. So um, you are 100% welcome to join in the historical discussion with us. Do not show up and be the actually about history because we probably know because um, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. As Chaos said, yes, this is also pre-free council, uh, which is also very, very good. Um, and just because I'm just gonna keep looking at what Twitch chat is saying. So this is a changeling crossover. No, um, this is going to be a. Very, <laughs> he didn't even very... finish the sentence. <laughs> This is a changeling cross. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be far more of a mage centric chronicle, kind of what we saw towards the end of the rookery. If you were there for us, um, um, if they encounter a werewolf or a vampire, it is going to be a terrifying monster. Uh, will it also be charming in the case of the uh, of the vampire? Potentially, but it will be a threat. Um, not necessarily something that they're going to be, you know, being friendly with. Um, so yeah, this is going to be mage centric. Um, we are going to be talking about some difficult things. Um, our, uh, two of our characters, uh, well, actually basically all of our characters are kind of in not great places. Um, so we're going to be kind of digging into that and, uh, we'll talk about this again more when we actually get into the actual game, but um there's a reason we're doing this on our channel and not onyx pass nothing wrong with onyx path but this is 
so where we can talk about the stuff that we want to talk about and we can be kind of blunt about it and it doesn't splash back on onyx path um and we can just kind of do our thing uh and then yes these are freshly awakened characters these guys have no idea what they're doing it's gonna be terrific so um with that said um uh, before we turn into actual character creation, is there any little notes, veils, lines, kind of stuff like that, that we are like, hey, we are not doing? Um, I know uh, Chris had mentioned something, uh, and I, I want to reiterate, kids are not here to be hurt, murdered, anything like that. Like, Protected, stuff, saved, maybe, but... Yeah. Right, yes. Uh, threatened, sure, as long as we get to rescue them. Um, uh, so... We're, I, I'm just not playing that. Um, that's just my thing. Um, if you want to come talk to me and ask why, I will happily tell you why, but that's just not this thing. Um, so I kind of touched on this during Blades when we did the Session Zero stuff, but for me, I have a real issue with shitty people being shitty to people without any way to intervene. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if we're in a position where I'm just a spectator watching something happen, that's going to be something that's difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Else? Yeah. And like you said, if, if, it, if it was stuff that we covered in the Blades and Dark stuff, you know, we're cool. Yeah, much of mine, much of mine's the same. Like, yeah. And I don't ever want to say like common sense in um, in a Lines and Veils sort of scenario, but sexual violence not not happening. Yeah. I don't I don't see any reason why that would be a thing that we would touch on. Yeah. A lot um, of my big nose are things that I just trust you're not going to go there anyway. But that is, but that is explicitly why we talk about them yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you can trust, and then people go, "Oh, hey, this is the thing," mm -hmm. and then you get surprised by it. So, um, yeah, um, I, I would, in, I would prefer if uh, horrible things didn't happen to, since we're in the West, our horses. <laughs> I did already make this threat. <laughs> But yeah, Look, yeah. Jose the horse is a precious being. Yep, <laughs> must be protected. Yeah, um, and, and for me, if anything bad happens to horses and stuff like that, it's going to be stuff that makes sense. Like sure, yeah, um, yeah. Not we're we're not going to just pull a uh, a, a treyu in the swamp of sorrow. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Rip. I mean, I feel like eaten by Rip's a real one, a monster. Would be a good that's, like lead like, off into a mystery. Honestly, that's that's yeah. fine, right? Like just as long as it's Natural. not described in detail, and we don't have yeah. you know the bad guy walk into town and kick a dog and or just, something, yeah. you know, right. like that kind of thing. Stuff. Um, and I know we talked about this when off screen when we came up with the setting of sort of themes and touching on. Um, wide varieties of culture being present in the region and stuff like that. Um, but we're, I want to say to the audience that we are all very mindful of things that are going on in situations of various peoples that are in the Southwest at this time. Um, exploring um, the themes of displaced and depressed um, folks is one thing we're touching on. So 
uh, and like Drew said, like some of these characters are not in a great place. So um, as we talk about it in character and as we go forward in the game, uh, I think we will likely have a couple scenes that we're like, hey, we might want to tune out here. for the next few minutes kind of thing. Yep. Um, so I just wanted to get that out there. Sure. Uh, Ralph, anything to add? Yeah. So there's something I'd like to bring up. In an academic context, people, well, not just academic context, sorry. Um, in a mixed group of people where sensitive things are discussed, oftentimes uh, people will come up with what are called community agreements, right? They use that phrase to refer to a social contract or establishing lines and veils, right? Lines <laughs> and veils are just a, a term we use to refer to touch points, areas of sensitivity in a role-playing game context, right? But basically, we're just trying to figure out how should we relate to each other in ways that are mutually respectful, right? Um, one thing in community agreements that comes up often is being willing to lean into your ignorance. And in that, I mean acknowledging when you might not know something and also not assuming that people know everything. And so oftentimes what's done in, in context I've explored this is people will come up with a code word if they just need a definition of something like um, bubbles or I often suggest spittle bugs because they're little larval insects that produce bubbles, but people rarely get that joke. But anyway, um, so I think uh, considering we're going to be talking about a lot of historical ideas and the various phenomena that had their start and now have a lot of um, contemporary consequences, it's going to be sensitive, right? And we all are trusting each other and trying to have a good time and also have fun while we're doing it. I think it'd be good if, hey, we don't know about this. Let's just not assume that people know everything about history and let's just explore it right so mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be a lecture but like if um we don't all know something about roma history right or proper terms and stuff like this let's just be like hey i don't know what's going on with that can you can you fill me in fill me in in and out of character about this right cool yeah uh, that makes me feel comfortable yeah i think we already had i like spittle bugs that's yeah. fun <laughs> thanks yeah. um and without even having heard that i think we had a couple uh behind the scenes things of that happening already, like asking for some clarifications on something you were talking about and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, yep. Um, That's true. You're pretty thoughtful about that. Yep. Uh, which yeah. I actually, I, I might figure out how to do that as a bot command. And if chat, Ooh. you have stuff where you're like, whoa, hang on, what are we talking about? Especially, hi, international audience. Uh, I know some of you are watching on YouTube or on the VOD, and so you can't do this live, but, um, we might do that. So like as we're going through stuff, if you're like, wait, what? Hang on. I don't have context for this. Put it in the chat. And the as far as I know, all four of you guys are in the chat, you know, yeah. watching. So we can See probably it. give you some education. Uh, there are members of our chat who, as we move forward and get through the end of Chris's Chronicle and into Craig's uh Redacted game. Um, you know, we will possibly be handing out a couple more mod statuses for for folks who are in the know and and uh, are trustworthy sources of rules and history and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, if you are interested in doing that kind of stuff and you could like listen, if you have a Ph.D. in uh, Western history or something like that, uh, you, hi, <laughs> message us. We would love to use you as a resource. Uh, but sure. anything like that. So having said all that, just be aware that like we're compassionate, sensitive people, but we yeah. might get stuff wrong. We're certainly not experts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he starts the imagination, so we're going to be doing our best to, mm -hmm. if there's sensitive topics that come up. But uh, just there might be 
There might be in-character ignorance mm-hmm. that is not out-of-character ignorance. Yeah, that's right. It is important that we that we talk about that because it would be... I know we said like we're not being completely historical, but it would be extremely ahistorical for like a character to be talking about modern queer theory in 1840 something you know like that's that's just not going to happen so i now i i don't think any of us are going to go throwing slurs around in the game no reason to exactly it doesn't it doesn't enhance anything but that's just another point that i wanted to bring up is that like if if one of us or if drew has to play a character that is a terrible awful person drew is not a terrible awful person and people in chat should not call him these things. And Drew hates playing terrible, awful people. And yeah. Really <laughs> Drew and, hates it worse, the worst of anyone. And we hear about it afterwards a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that I, I am mentally preparing myself for that. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing Lines and Bales. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, sorry, uh, uh, was, was there anything else there, Ralph? No, that's it. Okay, Thank cool. Because yeah, uh, this response is what I was hoping for. What, one of the things that um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to you all now and being... Mm-hmm. Does everybody trust me that when I introduce terrible people or like terrible consequences for your actions that like I'm not doing this just for shiggles? Uh, because mm-hmm. that is that is one of the big things like the hunters multiple times. I thought about having them firebomb songbirds place or yeah. things like that. And they're really, really big consequences and they will feel uh invasive and you know heavy duty and that hey, can that's be just rough. clearing up some xp that's all right and, and, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of exactly that i'm with uh, you yeah uh and yes uh hi chat uh yes uh player safety is is please remember player safety is not just the players the dm is a player too. DM too absolutely 100 percent. And, and for us being a broadcast it's for the audience too yep so yeah. um you are I say you're welcome to talk about it with us in the Discord. Yep. If there's particular things that you think we should be mindful of, mm-hmm. um, we are always open to more uh, feedback in a constructive, polite manner. Yep. And if there's any other new GMs out there, player safety isn't like it isn't a consensus thing. Every player kind of determines their own right. safety limits, and it's up to everybody at the table to respect those. And it, so if one person has a problem with it and everyone else is good, like you still don't go ahead. Right. Yeah. And it's Either also give not them a chance a, to walk away or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it's also not a we set these rules now and never talk about them again. You yeah. know, this is can be an ongoing discussion about things happening. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I really like having the X cards. Mm-hmm. I mm. don't know if we necessarily like need physical ones, but just mm. as an idea, especially when it comes to player safety, especially if you're playing with people you don't know super well just being able to be like heads up now let's yep. let's move on cut yep. this line yeah yep. and that, an easy way to do that is just yep that's yep. exactly what i was mm. going to suggest um you know um we we have the uh, option of doing, salute <laughs> yeah we have uh we have the option of using it in rule 20 you guys can't see that, and I'm not necessarily always seeing that, um, but I'm always seeing the players. You guys are always seeing the players. So, yes, as you know, any kind of like I prefer the the self hug rather than the aggressive, but whatever. <laughs> cross your arms. Yeah. Cross, kind you know, of forever. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 
but yeah, uh, and uh, for for chat, uh, this this is going to be a more gloomy game. No, it's not. Nah, uh, <laughs> nah, nah. We're just uh, we're just setting. We're setting boundaries. We're setting ground we, rules. We're, we're going to talk about the worst parts of stuff, and then you know because it's still going to be mages doing wacky hijinks in different setting um and you know there's a lot of this stuff uh thumbs down in a lot of yeah larp circles yeah um the problem is um and my my issue with thumbs up thumbs down is that could also be like hey how are you doing yeah i'm good yeah we're good yep oh i don't like this this is a bad plan like it's it's too easy to just throw that around Mm -hmm. compared to crossing your arms so yeah (laughs) will there be cowboy slang and maybe (laughs) absolutely (laughs) <laughs> like depends on the character and depends on the slang um because you gotta think familiars. a wild oh west guardian of the veil out there believing in reincarnation <laughs> stop and we start uh so actually speaking of starting if everybody's feeling good with lines veils kind of our, our restrictions and stuff like that we can jump into character creation oh yeah Okay, cool. I, yes. I'm seeing Craig rubbing his hands. He's ready to go. All right. So, uh, yes, uh, as as is mentioned in chat, uh, yes, they are playing brand spanking new mages. Um, and so Hell that yeah. well, long enough that the dew's gone, but yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, the the numina uh, or numina. We don't get no numa. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm taking away your like <laughs> infinite no mana. toys for you. Yeah. Hey. Uh, you know, uh, but yes, reach. so, um, cowboy pun every episode. Well, add it in discord. I'll do my best. Yeah. First, we'll, uh, we'll do this for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for, for those, and we're, I'm jumping ahead just for a second here for those people who a have never played mage or B are just haven't picked up signs and sorcery. If you're playing mage, pick up signs and sorcery. Terrific book. But the, <laughs> uh, the major difference here is, um, in terms of arcana, they are only having three dots. Two have to go into three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, two go into one of the ruling arcana. One goes into the other ruling arcana. That's it. You can only use your ruling arcana to start. But- um, <laughs> you do get an extra dot in one of your resistance stats, like a uh, standard mage. You have to have Gnosis one, no spending merit dots to increase it. Um, you have wisdom instead of in- um Excuse me, you have wisdom instead of integrity, like any mage, but you start at eight, not seven. Um, mana is maxed out, um, but... Um, uh, oh, wait, excuse me. No, but has no mana. That's right. You guys start with no mana. Um, well, that, that you start with no mana if you start with Numa. So if you get rid of Numa, you end up acquiring mana. Um... Uh, oh, actually, that's fair. Or sublimation of the Numa. Okay. Yeah. yeah and so for... at, the, at this point, if our Numa's gone, we should have a full right. mana pool. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to stress about that too much. Uh, Unless you yeah. want us to be zero mana. I mean, nah. Uh, I mean, technically, all your ruling spell, all your spells are coming out of ruling arcana. It'd be hard to spend at the start, just right. like it was in our first campaign, yeah. too. But for the most part. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too stressed were, about that. Unless you were John. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, incognito presence yeah it adds up and uh praxies yeah normally you would have a praxy but you're not new enough or you're not experienced enough to have one yet um that's it yeah uh while the praxis remains unassigned the player may spend a willpower point during spell casting to declare that that spell has become the character's praxis which means on episode one they may be picking up i declare praxis (laughs) sure 
Go for it. Uh, magical tool. The player does not have a dedicated magical tool. They may dedicate one through the rules in uh, Mage. Bear in mind, we're just talking about a newly awakened character. We may end up adjusting stuff for some of these characters. Um, Ralph, for instance, has a very, very good reason that he may already have a uh, magical tool. And then orderless. You don't get the dot in occult. You do not get a dot in order status, rotes, rote skills, or the high speech merit. High speech merit is the only thing that lets them use it as a yantra. They still speak high speech. They still can understand it, but they just don't know how to use it as a yantra. So that yeah, is where they're at. So yeah, um, as chat said, um, yeah, uh, they, um, <laughs> it's like being level one character and no class. Um, I mean, that's us. We have, no I mean, class. we don't have class anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, <laughs> let's start with uh, character creation, uh, very specifically um, with character concepts, which uh, much as I fought and fought, they managed to all come up with character concepts. <laughs> what you a gave surprise. us like a two month lead in time. Yeah. What did you expect? <laughs> uh, and uh, for chat, yes, Numa is basically the thing that basically kept newbie mages when they're in their awakening and they're in the supernal from being fried apart by the supernal and then when they leave they still have it and it basically buoys them with extra free mana and helps protect them against paradox gives uh, extra reach and stuff numa yeah. is the reason that bad mages try and steal awakenings yep so character concepts um and uh, let's let me take a look over here at the uh, the overlay so uh we're gonna start with uh okay ralph <laughs> All right, cool. Do it. So, how much detail do you want me to give you? Um, I mean, based on the book, let's keep it, you know, a you know, two or three line or two or three line, two or three word concept. Uh, because a okay. lot of the backstory that I know you guys have already developed, mm -hmm. looking at Ash, uh, <laughs> uh, actually, all of them have developed backstories. I want that to come out in the game. Um, mm -hmm. you know, whatever we need to talk about to explain for your character, like when we get into skills and stuff like that, we'll we'll touch on. But yeah, for now, we'll just keep it at kind of a a tease for the folks at home because you know they won't see these characters for like a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, my character is a frighteningly deliberate ungan, which is the term for a male priest of Haitian voodoo or voodoo. Hell yeah. Um, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I guess we There's don't need to talk about aspirations either. Um, but uh, have you picked out virtue and vice? I have picked out virtue and vice. Cool. Um, and, uh, go ahead. I'm happy. Do you want, I thought yeah, we were going yeah. around. Yeah, if, if you know what it is, yeah. Share, share okay. away. Mm -hmm. His vice is dominance. And his virtue is protection. Cool. I like well, that. protective because they're adjectives, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, which actually, then. quick thing, because it came up in chat for the Q&A. Just mm -hmm. a quick reminder, guys. Virtue and vice are not something that your character is always doing. This is something that they value and they look to strive for that virtue. That's a thing that is important to them, not necessarily that they do it all the time. Same thing applies to their vice. Their vice is a weakness that they really wish they didn't. But man, when they actually indulge in it, it feels good, and that recovers their uh, willpower. It does not mean that if you have a cowardly vice that you are playing a cowardly character. You could be yeah, a same. very, very brave character, and just that time where it's like, man, I just want to run away, that's yeah. when you get your vice. That's when you get that willpower. 
Cool. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, You're so welcome. Coming round, I think that's going to be Ash. Uh, my character is a fairly young. Um, she's not a German immigrant because Germany wasn't a thing yet. Um, uh, gotta lost the word. Bavarian. Ah, okay. Mm, um, cool. Bring the pretzels. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> um. She and her family came over, initially had settled in, like, Appalachia, and then, for reasons, have now uprooted and left again. Gone west. Cool. Gone west. Uh, she's probably, like, 19. Okay. Because she's still with her family. Sure. Uh, what about virtue and vice? I haven't gotten those yet. Okay. Cool. No problem. Uh, running the corner, Chris. Um... I am playing a fast-talking Vakera thief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vakera, or Vakero is a term for the uh, Mexican cattle drivers, cattle ranchers, um, relatively sort of related to the term gaucho, is where we sort of get cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Buckaroos and cowboys and all that kind of stuff. Yep, that's that's good. Cool. There's uh, more, but virtue and vice. That's, um, her virtue is land reverent. Okay. Mm. I like it. And I can explain this. Mm-hmm. Is that when she married and moved out into the provincial parts of uh, Mexico from Mexico City. Um, He came to know her husband's family and the land that they lived on and came to have a bit of respect for it. Cool. Uh, Um, For for my purposes, and so I'm not completely... Could we just change that to reverential? Sure. I, I mean, I, that's what I wrote on the character sheet was reverent, but okay, yeah. I was specifically, it's not like Catholic faith reverent. It's, sure. doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and her vice is sticky fingered. Hell yeah. Cool. Yep. And which that one is broad enough. Well, okay. Yes, we could literally be talking about thieving. We could also be talking about taking any other thing. So cool. I like it. Um, and, uh, Craig. Uh, so my character, um, was in many ways a drifter, but the primary way she made her way in the world was uh, acting as a medium. Hmm. So, so, so what's our couple, cause you're, you're about to pull an ash and give us backstory. I want, I want what's, what's the short, punchy back of the book description? Uh, former medium that found out all that shit was actually real. Yes. So, and cool. kind of blew her mind. So, oh. so we're we're gonna we're gonna be vibing we with Ralph's relate. character, like, hang on, <laughs> hang on, yeah, all right, yeah, <laughs> uh, virtue, virtue, and vice, the generosity and pride. Mm. That's good. All right, cool. Ooh, yeah, no, I figured them out for mine. Oh, fire away. Um, vice is definitely going to be pessimistic, just for reasons. Sure. Um, virtue. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word for like, I guess, strong-willed. Determined. Yeah. Determined is good. Determined. Determined, yeah. Yep. 
um and uh for those uh a fraud medium no you could totally be yes th- thank you white grove uh oh, to ralph yes, uh, yeah. yes. yes ralph. <laughs> fallen magic works in in chronicles of darkness so she may not have been a fake medium at all she may have actually been calling up ghosts we'll find out uh well hearing things and not understanding necessarily that it was actually yeah yeah mm-hmm. um right too. uh yeah, that's basically what i had is atratus's mm-hmm. yep like roughly backstories like she did a lot of ghost hunts because she could feel them yep and just didn't realize it yeah the the pre-awakening that's cool uh so then we're going to select attributes i don't need you guys to tell me what you're doing uh because i trust that none of you are making like op one stat dominated you know oddball characters uh i don't want to do that yeah But, Just tell me how many I get for what. Right. Uh, so yeah. Um, do, 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 Same do, do. as usual. Five, five four, four three. three. Five four three. Yep. Five in your first category, four yep. in your second, right. and three in your last. And then you can spend a additional resistance stat because you are uh, newly awakened. Check this out. I'm going for the rare Dex one. You'll see why. Oh no. Oh, it's going to be good. I'm Bad choice, friend. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. <laughs> I definitely wanted more dots than I had this time. Yep, been there. <laughs> uh, this is every time I make a character. Um, if you guys are good with those stats, uh, give yep. me a little the high sign, A-OK, ready to go, and uh, we'll move on to skills. If you're unsure, cool. make a little note for yourself or actually let me know and I'll uh, make a note myself. I have my trusty handy dandy notepad um, up because I know I will probably be taking notes here in a minute once we get through character creation uh, when we talk about the town. Mm. Um, and just a reminder, if anybody's already done and wants to get ahead, uh, skills are um, eleven seven four. I went straight line. The, we oh, we don't have a place to change computers to Enigma. So do you want us to just use? Yeah, computer? computers are Enigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you have more than one dot in firearms, please let me know and explain why. Because firearms are out there. But yeah, how many dots? Woo. Okay, we may we may talk about that. But I mean, as a vicar, as a thief, see. I kind of get it. The the idea is that when she left her home, mm-hmm. her circumstances, she suspiciously quickly became good at these things, and they're all like instinctual, like predatory things, leading up to becoming a theorist. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. And then uh, also within skills is uh, skill specialties of which you get three. I think. Yep. And it's, is it drive? Is ride instead of drive? Correct. Okay. Wait, is horse a skill? Drive. That's but not athletics. N- n- nope. Nope. Athletics is how you handle stuff. And we can double check with the, the skills thing. And again, remember, it's similar to driving. You don't have to have a dot to actually ride a horse. Uh, 
but unless you want to do sure. something dangerous. But if I want to ride a horse and do a train heist or some shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough dots. Nope. Uh, animal handling may be useful, yes, but that is for more the social side of, uh, you know, working with a horse um, and training it and stuff like that, not necessarily how you ride one. So it's 1172? Or 1172? Uh, uh, 1174. Four. Ah, I can take one more. Yep. Um. Also, animal handling is not useful when you have life. Yeah, but you just awa- uh, just awakened, so... Yeah, I just mean life one. You can get some dots. You get some boost. Life mm-hmm. one spell. I use it a lot in other campaigns. Want to talk to a bird? Cast that spell a lot. Yep. It's easier than talking to a person. They're going to be like, what do you want? I want something in return. Some food? Here, birdie. Here's a little food. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, chat, that, yes, firearms have been around for a while but they're not exactly like a frequent thing that everybody is used to using. Um, Depends on your background. Uh, For instance, Ralph's character has probably never held a firearm. Nope. Well. He doesn't know how to use them. He's held one once. Doesn't trust them. I mean, they were um, used in Haiti. Right. um, Especially in the early 1800s. To quite some efficacy. Yes, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> he's held one. Uh, but yeah, he has no skill in them. Yeah. Definitely hasn't held a pistol. Yeah, I have one dot in firearms. Uh, not like gunslinging, but more just like. Yeah, one dot represents you have. Has a shotgun. Right. Have shot it, fired it, can at least load and fire it without, you know, making newbie mistakes. You're not trying to figure it out. Uh, everybody good with attributes and skills? Special uh, Yeah, I'm going to take a dot out of firearms and put it into drive horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have three in crafts, investigation, and medicine. Two in a cult. Interesting. Two. And a cult is, is one I'm not stressed about people knowing about because uh, actually considering the setting and superstitions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Makes sense for some people to have, you know, learn some stuff. Might actually drop one from medicine and put another into a cult. Just with the whole idea I have for her, I feel like that's something she would have looked into. Sure. Um, three for survival. Two in athletics, one in firearms weaponry. Two in persuasion, one in animal kin and subterfuge. Cool, cool. Um, and specialties are, are actually, and that's another one for you there, Chris, is that Specialty will like help because if I remember correctly, drive is not just horse, but it's also like wagons and, you know, everything like that modes of, you know, transportation. So a specialty in horse is specialty in horse. Got yeah. it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, we didn't give names. Huh? Did we? You, I, I skipped over names because I was going to wait for those names after the next step, which is the fun step of what is everybody's path. If everybody's Ooh, yeah. done, if everybody's done with skills and attributes, uh, I mean, if we just want to like at least say our like categories that we're focused yeah. on. Oh or yeah, whatever, describe the, skills. Oh, yes. the skills. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, um, yeah, and because Ash already started and didn't even click, but yeah, if you guys want to talk about what skills you have again, so we don't have yeah. everybody being social characters or what have you. Yeah, 
Cool. But Chris, since you opened social, your mouth. Yeah. Social character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You and I. Uh, primary doing. social, but not in the songbird way. Mm. Um, dots in expression and subterfuge focused. Um, a couple in persuasion, a couple in socialize. Um, uh, specialization in storytelling of expression. Um, and a specialization in socialize for corrals. Ooh, cool. That's and great. then the horse specialization. No. Okay. Firearms. Okay. Shoot people. Hit them with a gun. Uh, what? Uh, specifically, what specialty in firearms? Out of curiosity. Revolvers. Cool. That's what I figured. I know I, you had you and I had mentioned that a little bit. So, yep. It's gonna be good. Ralph or Craig, want to talk about your skills? Um. Yeah, it's only depend on my specializations, but I got two dots. Specializations can wait, yeah. Yeah, two dots in medicine, three dots in occult. Mm-hmm. Um, two dots Hell in yeah. politics, and two dots in science, biology. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, a dot in athletics, larceny, stealth, and survival. So I'm not big on the physical side. Mm-hmm. Uh, for social, uh, dot in empathy, expression, intimidation, two in persuasion. One in streetwise, one in subterfuge. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, doubling back to science, um, why the like? Because science, especially, because how many dots did you have? Two. Because that's quite a bit of science. Like that's that's somebody who uh, <laughs> at, studied. At two, yeah, two dots is you know you studied and absolutely fine. Uh, I'm just curious the why. Um. Yeah, I'm just thinking it hurts. Um just from her background and she had to live a lot like when they were traveling on the road a lot and moving a lot and they mm. couldn't like go to the doctors and get help and stuff like that so she oh. had, um been like the healer for the group kind of thing so that would be mm. more medicine though more medicine so yeah mm-hmm. i can move that around so yeah i, 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 I would that. say put it in into medicine okay because yeah also cause... limited medical knowledge or understanding of biology at the time mm-hmm. yeah. i mean people still hadn't disproven spontaneous generation fully yeah like, and although there were entomologists who did so in the 16 and 1700s mm-hmm. there's still like an, but i mean if you wanted sentence. to allow me to counterpoint this from a more practical thing is that this could be a sort of it's not a social skill but you've picked up on things on how people's biology work how their reactions oh, yeah that's cool work based on your fortune telling and stuff and so you know how to read someone's heartbeat racing if you you know if you have mm-hmm. the right uh sort of uh, what's it called cold read or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah. and and those sorts of things and so like that could be sort of where the the knowledge comes from is like not a yeah that was kind of the angle that i was text, thinking of textbook studied but it's like that's cool i've learned this from my experience it's the same reason why songbird had two dots in medicine back in the first chronicle is like right. i've had my body torn apart enough times to, to know oh, how sure. it fits back together and how things should be right oh yeah it's just a question of how far that knowledge is gone and, and i'm totally okay putting that dot into medicine i mean and be, and Primarily, I'm looking at this from a storyteller perspective of when am I ever going to ask you to roll science? <laughs> um, That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> because 
I'm, 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 I'm like, if you were back in the city and we were, you know, in a lab, sure, we are not. You go I ahead. Took a Chris. deep breath for it, but I didn't. New York City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're going there eventually. Maybe. Uh, and oh, then, uh, Ralph, uh, did you have uh, want to run down your uh, your skills there? Happy to. Yeah, sure. Uh, my ungan is social primary. Has four skills: empathy with two dots, expression with two dots, persuasion with two dots, and intimidation with five Ooh. dots. We about to get real mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> real real mean. Yep. See, I don't have any dots of intimidation. <laughs> oh, we we about to get mean to some people in this setting. I'll tell you what. Yep. Especially in their dreams. Mm-hmm. I'll elaborate that. Oh no. On that in a minute. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, tertiary category is physical with two dots in athletics and two in brawl. Sure. Then, uh, secondary is mental, one in academics, one in enigmas, one in investigation, with a specialty in dreams. Mm-hmm. Then five in occult. Because okay. he is a master initiated Ungan. Yep. yep. And uh, the specializations, I just said one, but I'll repeat them. So uh, one in empathy for motives. Mm-hmm. Although he's not nice, he does understand people relatively well. Uh, one in investigation for dreams, mm-hmm. exploring dreams. His understanding of the occult helps a little bit with that, but just in a mundane sense of trying to understand what's going on to supplement enigmas. And then a specialization in occult. For Vodou. Okay. Um, I, I'm probably going to ask you to bump your fives down to fours. Um, and, okay. And move them elsewhere because four, absolutely super professional, probably the top in your field. Five uh-huh. to me represents there is nobody on par with you. Uh, okay. And like four plus the specialization to reach there for like, mm-hmm. you know, voodoo, uh, excuse me, voodoo. Um, but, um, like to hit five would be like that all encompassing knowledge of a cult, uh, potentially. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's no biggie. Can I keep the five and intimidate? Considering where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay. That one I yeah. can't be mad about. Um, right, cool. cool. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to move specializations. That. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm go not ahead, sure how to Ash. word this. I'm gonna go. No, no, no. I was just making sure I wasn't interrupting you. Go ahead. Um, I was going to do one in crafts for, like, like making things around the house. Because, like, I had the idea that her folks were bakers. Mm-hmm. And in this setting, I wanted to sort of have her sort of setting up shop. So, like, by meaning you're making, like, normal household goods kind yeah, of Yeah, I have it as home goods right now. I dig that. That's fine. Yeah. Well, especially in a sort of frontier mm-hmm. settler kind of way, like, you make everything yourself. Yep. So yeah, that's like, absolutely a, a valid specialization for sure. Yeah, like, cooking, seamstress, that sort of thing. Like, Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, we're, we're not picking up a blacksmith hammer, but, you know, yeah. a, a good saw and, you know, a chunk of wood and making necessary stuff. And yeah, seamstress clothing, stuff like that. Yep. Okay, so yes, the fun shit. What's everybody's path? Mm-hmm. Craig. Morals. Chris. 
And I said like seven months ago I wanted to play a Thirsis, so <laughs> But hey, this is this is the, the, the sign on the dotted line. Sign I the watchtower. I am here from the primal wilds. <laughs> Ash. Uh, Acanthus. And Ralph. Mastigos. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, yeah. Only one Acanthus. They threatened me with two at one point. That's uh, my favorite path. Yeah. Threatened you with two of a couple different things. Yeah. But the Acanthus one was the only one I was concerned about. Um, oh, yeah. so, Teamwork spell casting, exceptional luck for the Cabal. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, <laughs> hey, what order are you guys in? Lol. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No orders here. Uh, what about the mystery ones. cult? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, brand new, brand new mages. They have nothing, um, and uh, as we will talk about here in a minute, uh, they may not even mm-hmm. know each other. Um, Nimbus. Does anybody actually have a Nimbus kind of nailed down? Uh, that's one of those things that we can definitely cover in game because that would be a cool kind of reveal as your compatriots here see you casting. Because if you mm-hmm. have mage sight on, you'll see that Nimbus. Um, you know, even if it's not of the right uh path or or arcana or anything like that. Uh yeah, I'm happy to reveal later if you want. I like that. What 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 was everybody think? Do we want to talk about it or reveal it later? Because I th- I think the dramatic reveal is kind of cool. I think reveal it later. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh it also means nobody has to know it off the top of the uh yeah. um so dedicated magical tool. Uh, Ralph has already been given the blessing to to have a magical tool because they have a reason Thank to. You. I think um, uh, Craig also has a decent reason to. Um, uh, we'll get to what those may be momentarily. Um, Ash or Chris, do you think your characters start uh, start our game with a magical tool, dedicated magical tool? I have what will be my dedicated magical tool. I like that. Cool. Cool. I have one in mind. I don't know if you want me to like make it or just already have it. Well, and that's what I'm asking because yeah. like in the case of, you know, Chris's character, just using it. And again, a reminder, um, because I didn't mention it earlier, um, there's going to be a lot more time skip downtime in this chronicle compared to the whirlwind adventure that was the Rookery. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the idea of, oh, well, you're going to cast, you know, every spell for a month with this thing is completely feasible to be done not necessarily all in downtime but over a couple downtimes mm-hmm. where it's like you know we're moving forward so i'm mm-hmm. i'm more about starting play with mm-hmm. she's been using magic enough to have dedicated it i would say probably then for my character because what i have is like is going with that hagstone mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um she had been given by like grandmother granddad because the whole backstory i have this goes back a bit um, and using it to see. Okay, cool. Uh, Did y'all want to talk about yours that you have? Yeah, and that's where we're going to come back around to Ralph and Craig. Um, uh, what ones you guys, if you have settled with them? I know Ralph, Craig, not sure yet. Or well, not actually, yet. better yeah. question: Do you think your character has started with, or you don't think so? I don't think so. Right, because for for me, a lot of this is how much spell casting have they done? Because awakening, and they did some spell casting with the numina, and then the numina is gone, and that protection against paradox is now gone. So it's like, hmm, how many spells have you actually cast? 
you know, um, to actually to actually do that. Uh, but Ralph, uh, Ralph made it clear that he definitely wanted to start with a dedicated magical tool. What did you have uh, picked out? So uh, in uh, Haitian Vodou, there is, the final step in your initiation is the acquisition and communing with something called an ason, which is a sacred rattle. And if you've ever seen um, a voodoo a ritual or an event, like a big congregation, everybody's together, right? The ungan or the mambo will be going, moving around with this rattle. It looks like a gourd, right? In like a different kind of voodoo, there's one that looks like a maraca. So mm-hmm. it rattles. It's a different kind of rattle. But the main one I'm thinking of, it looks like a gourd. So imagine a gourd that's covered in a net of shells, small little shells, like little cowrie shells that click and clack. It also has a bell attached to it. Um, it kind of sounds like a little chime, but this looks like um, a gourd that was carved. So as opposed to a gourd that was found somewhere like in like a, a field of crops or something like that, instead of grown, it was carved. So it was carved from bone, which is surprising considering how its size mm-hmm. um and the cowrie shells uh have this like s- black streaks through them and it looks like it's been held and polished for for many many years so, gotcha. so is, it's that an ancestral kind of thing uh passed down it it is he's not exactly sure how old it is um but it did belong to his mentor who gifted it to him before gotcha. the mentor died and we'll touch on this later in merits, but there's a significance there, a really important significance. Okay. And the other aspect of it is that um, when uh, Ungans and Mambos, when they initiate, you're trapped in a room for nine days with the Asan. So trapped in the room. Yeah, they, they, lo- they lock you in a room for nine days alone. So yeah, no, I guess I just, trap might not be the right word. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, hang on, that's a yeah. very mysterious <laughs> thing. But um, and because it came up in chat, yes, a mage who is created as per the core book starts with a dedicated magical tool and the item may be something that they started their awakening with it's dedicated because it was so close to them they continue to use it uh in the case of a brand brand new newly awakened per the book they don't start with a dedicated magical tool i'm giving some freedom for some of the characters yeah (laughs) because a little bit beyond brand new newly awakened uh arcana which this is going to be short and sweet yeah uh, yes chris simple. wanted to talk about mine oh yeah please go ahead mm-hmm. um so part of the storytelling bit mm-hmm. that uh my character has is uh sort of a musical accompaniment um and so one of the only things that she took with her uh when she ran away was her flute Ooh. Um, and that was transformed um, during her awakening and is now uh, made of cassetirum and yes. um, perfected wood yes uh, cool. and has this sort of um, branched leaf aesthetic going on cool. from the primal wilds so we'll definitely have to spend the merits for that but yeah I did I figured you had. that's great the best part is the read. You don't have to replace the read. <laughs> this perfect one. Oh That's God. awesome. Uh, Unless next game, I'm thinking of it. But yeah, but Cassiterum is uh, a good yantra for summoning. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. leaning into two dots in spirit. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the the transition over. So that means one dot into life. Cool. Yeah. Uh, oh man, but you're down here, so I guess we'll go over to Ash. <laughs> I have two dots in fate and one dot in time. 
cool. Ooh, uh, yeah. So let's see if we're over here, over here. Let's go over to Craig. Uh, I have two dots in death and one dot in mind. Cool. And Ralph. Two dots in mind. Got to be dream reaching. Mm-hmm. One dot in space. Subtle squad. Oh, yeah. Subtle squad. Subtle squad. Which also very, very useful for being <laughs> newly awakened mages. Be like, hang on, we got to keep this all undercover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotes, you guys don't have any. Gnosis, nope. it's just one. Mana, just one. maxed out. Obsessions, <laughs> we will not be talking about now, um, but I do have, I believe, everybody's character uh, handout with aspirations and obsessions. So sometime in the next like oh, month or so, I fill those out. I don't have one of those. Um, and, and let me know. We just have the old ones showing in right. the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Drew, just, yeah, reuse I, I need those. you to create one for oh, me. Oh, just edit them. Uh, oh, yes. I could not uh, make one for you because you had yet to join. Uh, but da, 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 da. Oh, no, you're quite all right. It's here. Oh, do we want to say names? We should probably say oh, names. Oh, yes, mm. because that's that what I was. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fire away. I want to go last. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Uh, my girl's name is Gisela Bauer. Cool. Yes, and I, I see Ash's thing. Uh, obviously, these are brand new mages who do not have the shadow name merit or even necessarily know what a shadow name is. Some of our characters probably uh, already have uh, shadow names planned. Uh, yeah, I have an <laughs> idea for her shadow name just based on like oh. what she is capable of doing and what she has been doing. Right. But it's more of like a, this is what you started thinking oh, of yourself right. as. I forgot you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very good shadow name. Um, uh, Chris, Ralph, or uh, Craig, your character's names? Theodosia Stokes. And what does everybody call you? Theo. Okay. That's kind of what I thought, but... Madam Theo? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Chris or Ralph? Oh, Chris said he wants to go last. Chris wanted to go last. Yeah. Yeah, So (laughs) Ungan often have elaborate names. Sure. So um, my Ungan's name is Jean-Paul Pierre Joseph Boussard. And he has a very specific French addition to that, which is Cap d'ombre sur la pluie qui tombe, which is cloak of shadows in the falling rain. So usually people just call him Ungan Cloak. So you all probably end up calling him Cloak. Cool. I wanted to go last because I thought I had the longest name. But, uh... <laughs> no, I knew that's why you were waiting. But I was like, man, I think Ralph might have you beat. Go ahead. God damn it. I'm sorry. Uh, you're good. No, that's great. That's a great name. And your French pronunciation was pretty dang good. And Thank it's you. probably going to be frequently brutalized by me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and just uh, FYI for Ralph, uh, just as your character sheet, definitely go ahead and change. Uh, the name there and then in roll 20 down at the bottom. Oh yeah. Cool. Great. Uh, yeah. Yep. And I am playing, Chris, okay, I am playing Isabel Sofia Valentin de Munoz y Pilar. Ooh, that's good. She, she a little bit Spanish or Hispanic, I guess, technically. Uh, no, she's Spanish. She is Spanish. Okay. Her husband's family is Mexican. Cool. Oh, and uh, yeah, we can put these in chat to help people. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, I'm struggling. There we go. There we go. There we go. And Amanda was like, "Hey, have you shown the overlay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I already did that." But she was probably asleep and got here too late. 
<laughs> she stares at me from the hallway. <laughs> I already did it. We already did it. I know, I was there. It was oh. very cute. Oh, okay. That's right. Go I like ahead, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm getting to talk oh, to I liked my lasso. Oh. That was real good. Um, and did everybody go Chat. ahead and put in the resistance stat, by the way? Um, the yes. Extra resistance. Oh, yeah. Mine was resolve. Cool. I don't care. I trust y'all. I can go through and do some quick math and make sure nobody's got extra attributes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going through the character creation, uh, which leads us to merits. Which normally uh, one would start with uh, ten, and I believe, yeah, okay, you'll we'll start with, with with ten as well. Yep. You just don't get the bonus ones. Bonus ones. The, like the plus high one. speech and the yeah. Oh, yeah. status. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, have, do you guys know uh, any specific merits that you've definitely uh, picked out for your characters? Oh yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, well, uh, Chris, since you went last last time, why don't I'll you go, go first, first this time. time? That's fine. So I've got two dots for my perfected flute. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I've got three dots in the fast talking style merit. Heck yeah. Um, I've got the two dot merit of sympathetic. Okay. Is uh at the start of a social encounter, I can take a condition by sort of getting in my target's shoes uh, and immediately open two doors. Gotcha. Definitely going to be the fast talker. Yeah, between you and the Mastigas, we're going to we're gonna have some social shit. Oh, yeah. And three down. dots in Gunslinger. Okay. Cool. Yes, you took it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, this is kind of one of those reasons. That's a great merit, and it's from Dark Arrows, but it requires a real revolver, um, not the revolvers that one would actually find in 19... 19- or 1846. This is why some nameless order out there created better pistols faster. That's why they're in existence in our game. Or, I mean, I'll be honest, the adamantine arrow may have nudged that evolution along. Cool. It's Uh, a more brutal world, right? So you imagine the implements of war would be more available. Yep. Better functioning. Uh, Alright, so that was Chris... Uh, Ralph, you said you had merits already kind of picked out? Yeah, absolutely. Fire away. All, of them. all right, so um, he is the leader of a mystery cult. Uh, okay. Five-dot mystery cult. Those um, uh, And the mystery cult is, uh, he leads a group of maroons and liberated slaves. So I should provide a little history. Please. Uh, my understanding is that um, in Haiti, one of the issues with Haiti is not just the fact that there's been a lot of economic exploitation and oppression over the years, but post the revolution, the Haitian Revolution in 1791, uh, the leaders in Haiti styled themselves as emperors and presidents and things like that. And in order to stabilize the um, weakened uh, economy, they instituted forced labor and plantation work. So in effect, what they did is after um, liberation, they said, all right, well, we still need food grown, so you still have to be slaves. Uh, and so there's a history of the Maroons, like groups of um, slaves leaving plantations and then finding their own place in like the hills and stuff in various Caribbean place, um, Caribbean nations. So um, Mayungan uh, leads a mystery cult w- um, where he trains Maroons to do two things. One is to deal with the trauma of their exploitation. And two 
to turn themselves into mentally and physically capable servitors, because that's an aspect of um, Vodou that's important, is that you get possessed by what are effectively Goetia. Um, and then those Goetia can um, mount you and they can ride your body and do various things. So he facilitates the the spirits, the Loa, coming into the bodies of the people who are preparing themselves to attack um, or destabilize the, the continued Haitian oppression. So okay. in order to do that, um, there are dots in meditative mind, so people are prepared and mm-hmm. they are able to deal with breaking points better. Mm-hmm. And then the strength performance style, which is super cool, allows you to. Um, if you, it's from Hurt Locker, mm-hmm. and so uh, in strength performance, a few things you can do are it gives you um, plus one dot to non-combat uses of strength. Um, makes you better and more effective at moving things, especially if they're wheeled, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Okay. So, um, yeah, you should take a look at that. And then um, the Mystery Code also has Air of Menace, which is a, another um, another merit from Hurt Locker. And that's the one that gives you a bonus to intimidate mm-hmm. and requires someone to spend a willpower if they want to hurt you, gotcha. if their intimidate dots are lower than yours. And then after the mystery cult, he has striking looks, which I'm renaming Daunting Mean. And then uh, Mantle of Marinette, uh, which is advanced striking looks. And Marinette is a Petroloa, um, who it is thought is the 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 incarnation or the Loatic incarnation of um, a woman who who was around and helped start the Haitian revolution and this voodoo ceremony started there, like sacrificed a black pig and then was burned as a consequence of her participation. So she's a very vengeful, fearful Loa who is dedicated to eliminating bondage. And so there's the, the, the Petra Loa, the ones, like I said, that are hot. So she's one of the newest and like really hot Loa. And so the backstory behind that is that at one point he was calling upon the aid of the Petro and he was mounted by Marinette. And so he did a bunch of stuff that he regrets, um, but it left a lingering aspect on on himself. So he has this like aura and element of his his demeanor, which has been influenced by this this dark presence. Gotcha. And also very, very good setup for a Mastigos. That's what I thought. Cool. Uh, and then um, the one dot is for Soulstone. Right. And uh, you said you had an explanation for that. Uh, I do. Absolutely. You, you so. Boil it down to a quick sentence or two. Sure. Um, it is the Ason. Okay. So his um, mentor awakened and decided that he was going to try and bring him into it. However, he recognized that something um, was going to happen to him. And so gave him the Ason, made a soul stone to help guide his mentee on what eventually became his awakening many years later. And so he puts him in this room for nine days and he knows he's going to be safe, right? And then goes out to deal with the consequences of trying to lead people in opposing the government. And of course, you know what happens when you do that, when everyone has the power, right? Right. They take you out. So his mentor never returned, but he kept seeing him in his dreams, right? And he didn't Mm. know why until he awakened and he realized, oh, it's because this spectral remnant of my mentor has been touching on me and helping bring in the low and all this stuff. And then it, it guides him on this path by which he can finally touch the supernal. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, what gnosis? That's what I was thinking. Oh, no, I, I like that. We may play with some of the some of the backstory background because I want to mm-hmm. talk about the Goetia as Loa and 
the possession and how that works mechanically and stuff like that. We'll talk yeah, about that. I have some ideas. We should. Cool. I think you'll enjoy. Uh, we'll have a good conversation. But uh, what Gnosis was the mentor? Gnosis one. So okay. he had just awakened. He didn't get very powerful. He wasn't like super powerful. He was like, he still didn't recognize what this was. He had no training, right? Mm-hmm. He just was able to cast magic, do different things, right? And then upon that, he's like, I have to bring Gotta this, share bring this. him into it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, considering like Vodou is about bringing people in and this like um, initiatory aspect where you're constantly trying to pass it on and bring more people into it. Like this happens and he's like, there's more. So he, he he just knows if he can somehow leave behind a message and a path mm-hmm. that it might aid his mentee in doing this. And it took a while, right? Sure. I think it. I think I'm, I want to say I'm I'm open to your suggestions, right? I'm thinking like ten years or something yeah. like that, right? Like yeah, before like his said, awakening. We'll, we'll talk more backstory. Um, cool. Sounds now that good. You guys are because for me this is like the solidify the character, and then we can yeah. talk about the fluffy stuff after. Um, Sounds good to me. Cool. No, I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Craig or Ash, do you guys have uh, any merits kind of picked out? And like I said, even if you don't have all of them, I need to go to like the other books and actually read all of them because in the base book, the only one I really want is the Destiny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and even then, I need to hash out with you how I want that to be done. Sure. Because I had the idea of just like your family is cursed, mm-hmm. just and like generationally cursed. Oh, yeah. um, cool. I don't know how that is going to work with Destiny. I liked the. I really liked the thing you talked about with me a couple weeks ago, where it was uh, like they they left Bavaria to get away from the things in the woods, yeah. and then they were settled in Appalachia. There were still things in the woods in Appalachia, so now they're going <laughs> west to somewhere where there's no woods. Which <laughs> just means you can't hide from spoilers. The yeah, there's things there too. Cool. Yeah, I like uh, that's that. Great. Yeah, and, and like uh, dad wonderful. is paranoid as fuck. Right. Uh, one of the other things uh, that I do want to throw out there real quick, especially if you're not like set on merits, is if there are mage merits that like, oh, I really want this, buying it now and not having it, A, just because of the sacrifice of those merit dots, I will definitely make sure that that is something that you get quickly. So like somebody says, hey, I'm going to take the familiar merit. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll find that thing coming and that may be in and of itself a struggle and a problem before you Mm -hmm. actually develop a familiar status because uh, Mm -hmm. that's a four dot spell and you guys are maxed out at two currently so how does that happen you know but that's something that we'll we'll discuss uh what about uh craig any specific merits that you're like ooh, yes this i got two dots in dream Mm -hmm. yes uh three dots in true friend yay Uh uh-huh um, there's a story there and uh, two dots and striking looks. And a couple okay. Languages. So yes. the thing about true friend, true friend modifies another merit. Usually oh, okay. uh, if you have, and, and bear in mind, if you want a true friend who is literally just an NPC, I can't kill. I um, generally speaking, what you would do is you would take retainer or allies or contact and I- add in, true friend on top of that i thought that true friend would be her uh living friend i mean like i said i don't care mm. i'm just making sure you like true friend is great because i can't kill them but, but that's that basically all of, it does right right what's that uh, it's basically all it does mm. um like it I, I know there's some other features to it um but at the end of the day that's pretty close to all it does by itself okay. um uh, cause, um, 
you know, basically, I'm reading it here, unless you do something egregious, you won't be betrayed by them, and I can't kill them. And anybody tries to point them at you has a negative five. Now, you do get the the, the willpower regen, which is very nice, but generally speaking, it usually pairs with something else. And one thing I do want to point out is, like, retainer does not... We don't necessarily need to have a retainer boss well, mentality necessarily. Yeah, it says while that friend may have a specific ones you can cover by their merits, such as allies, contacts, retainer, mentor. Right. True friend represents a deeper. Like it doesn't have to go with those things. But Correct. Can. And okay. like I said, this to to be blunt, Craig, this is like you taking spirit familiars. You want to do it? You are welcome to. I don't advise, sure. but it's fine. And like, and it it is good and flavorful. Um, and at the end of the day, it's your merits, your XP. So uh, yeah. I'm like, not stressed about it. I didn't take it with Shanna because mm-hmm. I just kind of trusted that Drew wasn't going to kill my NPC friend. Yep. Uh, I mean, I could always turn them against you, but uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, uh, was there any other merits? Uh, a couple languages, uh, Spanish and English. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, which also may be a thing uh, we we need to hash out uh, later is what languages everybody speaks. Um, what language does the town speak? <laughs> we are getting there. Uh, yeah, because, uh, will now I, be an opportunity to discuss um, other merits outside of the ten that you said we right. would be something we want. Is mm-hmm. that what you're about to bring up? Okay. Uh, well, that is yeah, that is one of the things that character creation. Also, I just noticed the time. Is everybody doing good? Everybody okay? Or yeah. Ash, are you okay? Ash. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of okay. flagging. Uh, cool. And that's yeah, fine uh, because what that just says to me is basically because we've completed character creation, we will probably mm-hmm. stop with character creation and uh, okay. we'll get together um, in our handy dandy private chat uh, yeah. and we will uh, start hashing out stuff about the town, talk about some languages mm-hmm. and some extra merits and stuff like that uh, cool. if they're... Um, necessary and or uh appropriate yes chris yeah i have one suggestion go ahead chris can we spare maybe five more minutes to talk about themes yeah i think we we will of the campaign uh and uh ralph what was up so my simple suggestion about merits is i think um if you just made uh, a setting merit like setting rule that everyone gets one dot in multilingual then it means that we all can speak probably right. a language and common with people. The, the, the reason I have not done something to blanket as that is A, I mm. want to figure out the setting and B, if okay. somebody wants to struggle with language oh, yeah. and stuff like that yeah. because there's beats to be had there where it's like, I'm That's trying to communicate and uh, roll and you're at rolling oh, at a minus 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to take that dramatic failure. Let's get a beat. Uh, you're right. Man, right. My role does not speak Spanish. So. Right. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, probably that's, doesn't that's, speak English great either, right? Uh, so that's one of the things that we'll talk about. Um, okay, sounds good. Yeah, but no, it's sure. very, very good point. Um, cool. Makes so, sense to me. yes, uh, the themes of uh, the the chronicle, um, which I'm I'm going to throw in one here uh, right off the top of uh, off of the bat. And if you guys have some other themes or you want to modify, I, I'm I'm kind of thinking that everybody throws in. A, a theme into the belting pot here and that's going to be okay. kind of our core stuff and this is the main reason why i pulled up uh my notepad um but um literally the very first theme and hi drew likes base building um is um home is where the heart is 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 the 
is the big theme for me, uh, specifically talking about the home is sacred. There may be drama, there may be trouble, there may be all sorts of stuff like that. But at the end of the day, this town that we are going to create, and let's be honest, at this point is going to be filled with a bunch of marginalized voices and misfits, um, is somehow going to be, and it's going to be that whole, we rally around our own kind of place. And there will be outside forces, there will be inside uh, turmoil, but this is the place. And we are going to be focused on this and the things that connect to it. And, you know, obviously this will not be the only place that they go because that would be a very, very boring chronicle, especially when we're talking about like the West and like there's all sorts of stuff that we can go yeah. find. But that's that's kind of my my thing. Uh, and thoughts, questions, concerns about that. Just to expand on that a little bit, I kind of see that this is a a, a light in the darkness sort of thing. Like it's mm. we're mm-hmm. gathering people together as well. Mm-hmm. And and I'm one hundred percent a okay with that. Of course, that brings more drama, more conflict, more stuff that as mages. You can, looking at the mind mage, uh, you can circumvent all sorts of this drama, but roll that act of hubris. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's that's something I'm 100% on board for. Cool. Um, we talked about it a little off screen, but um, it kind of goes along with Craig's thing of like, and like I said, I kind of had trouble finding the right words for this without implying a lot. But like the dangers of the wilds, mm-hmm. like as a counterpoint to the safety that we build. Sure. Yeah. yeah the, uh, the the things outside are not necessarily friendly to you. Right. Ties in well people. with my character's whole backstory too. Of just the there are things out there. Mm-hmm. Let's. Find out what they are. Cool. Any specific themes that you want to throw into the pile there, Ash? Um, I mean, for me personally, mm-hmm. uh, her big driving thing is like taking control of your own fate. Mm. So I have like determined and. That's cool. I think we're. I think yeah. we're all yeah. kind of on that path for sure. Just sort That's of great. grab a hold uh, of it and steer it the way you want it to go. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm writing that one down as take the reins of fate. Yeah. Okay. And less of a theme and maybe more of a subject, especially if we're all primary in our subtle arcana, might be like the things that go bump in Twilight mm-hmm. as some first first few mysteries and stuff like that. I know I'm I'm really looking forward to doing a lot of spirit focused stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be focused a lot that way as well. Oh yeah, be- between the three of you having a little conversation where, well, oh yeah, you know the 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 other the other side there, and yeah, what do you see? Well, I see this you know woman in a tattered dress. Really, I see this giant wolf thing, and yeah. poor, and and you know, with mind and Goetia very rarely showing in Twilight. Um, I don't see anything there unless I summon it. You know, um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be some kind of interesting stuff. Cool. Although we, we talked earlier, like in the 
in the Q and A about how there's there is a mind twilight. Yeah, the Goetia that mm-hmm. go there. I think you meant uh, Fate Twilight, Prime Twilight, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. But that's potentially a thing. Uh, that was more for a uh, like getting into uh, being super nerd mage nerds, where you yeah, live yeah. in a nice, cozy place where you can go to the library and read some stuff. And hmm, let me experiment with this stuff, as opposed to here, where we're going yeah, to yeah. be, you know, Figure working to survive. Yeah, jump in feet first, and oh yeah. Uh, um, and go ahead, Craig. Just want to know that overall, I uh, and you probably already have a plan for this, or maybe something. I'd like there for you to be a reason for the town, like supernally. Yep. There's a reason for the town being here. There's a reason why we're here, and I don't know that maybe we never even find out, but there's some reason that brought us all together. Yep, that was something I was hoping that we were going to talk on today, but we're just going to cut it short mm-hmm. a little bit, and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the chat uh, i may actually go ahead and spin up another discord chat for us for literally just the town sure. uh, mm. discussion um and then uh when we're done i can lock it and open it so everybody can see what we talked about so don't talk bad about noctal in there he might find out <laughs> uh you talked bad about noctal to his face yeah, his face. yeah. <laughs> um and then ralph did you have any um specific uh, uh themes yeah. Yeah, I thought about this. Um, I mean, it's kind of intrinsic to the Chronicles of Darkness, but the monster within is something I thought might be um, intriguing for the setting. And I mean that outside of just an individual, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. societies and cultures. So as oh, much as sure. the Free Council thinks about the humanity being intrinsically magical and human works create magic, I'd like to explore the fact that um, human collective action also has some unpleasant consequence. So the 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 arcane the unpleasantly arcane consequence right mm-hmm. okay cool yeah. uh no, those are those are five good big themes uh lights in the darkness kind of uh fit into uh home is where the heart is and dangers of the mm-hmm. wild um so yeah um all these are very very good and uh we'll we'll discuss these a little bit more uh for me mm-hmm. they're going to be a way to generate beats um mm-hmm. and where where your actions you know tie to this or exacerbate a problem and we'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the nitty-gritty of xp and stuff like that um but uh yeah uh i think that kind of rounds out characters pretty well uh we'll discuss stuff a little bit more um uh, this is primarily just so everybody else can have an idea of what's going on um i also will point out uh, we didn't talk about what our characters look like they may have Mm -hmm. ideas but we're gonna hire brenna to work her (laughs) magic and uh so my my hope is that the first you all see of our characters visually besides whatever you've imagined in your head now um is you know when we have brenna's art which probably won't have a nimbus because my hope is that we're going to have like two sets of character art eventually we're going to have our newbie we don't know what we're doing uh characters who look very sleeper and then we will have the shadow name nimbus evolved versions of them uh which uh, yeah that could be real fun um and i keep having chris's character that fucking art and i'm like mm, yes that character That's, <laughs> it's, it's very much me uh i will mm-hmm. play that character give me mm-hmm. uh you come story tell chris uh, <laughs> um 
But uh, yeah, so what you're saying is don't share the Pinterest board. Probably not yet. Uh, that that's something for Brenna to have. Uh, mm-hmm. She already does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I surprised you guys. Yeah. Um, right. Um, any last words of wisdom uh, from our peanut gallery here? Any last little bits? Cool. Um, thank you all very much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Um, this chronicle will be not. Will be not. Will not be starting th- this next Friday or anything like that. We have uh, one or two uh, sessions of uh, Chris's Blades in the Dark, uh, which if you've not been watching, I just gave you a week of catch up time. Hmm? So go catch up. Um, it's been terrific. Dog, it's been a lot it's of fun. time to catch up. Yep. Um, and, uh, and then Craig's game. And then we have Craig's game. Uh, which I don't even say for, what that is. Yeah, it's very... Very exciting. Um, Craig had some ideas that or- originally stressed me out. I was like, that's a bunch of extra work. And then he was like, no, actually, it's just this, this, and this. I was like, oh, no, that's that's super cool. <laughs> um, that I'm very excited about. Um, Craig is being a little bit extra, and I'm on board with this. Um, and uh, Sorry, I'm keen. <laughs> oh, dude, it's 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 I'm super hyped for this. Uh, and so that's going to be another like four or five weeks. Uh, and then we'll be getting to mage. Um, so, yes. Um, yeah, I gave you session yes, zero we, a month before like it starts. Seven, really. seven, seven calendar weeks before you get to see us play these characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's killing yeah, me, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, primarily, um, this gives me a ton of time to prep. Um, it's good. See, sure, previous q a about having mm-hmm. other cabals well they're probably mm-hmm. not going to have an opposing cabal but there's going to be npcs people living in yeah. this town and they're all going to have names looking at you phantasma <laughs> society and uh the two unnamed yep. <laughs> guys in eaters the, the who yep, sure are. And they are there who was the other one yep <laughs> i don't remember the other one the yep. business like Jared lady. or something wasn't it I don't know if you ever named it was Guy. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. Um and so Looking yeah, this Chad. is this is Chad. this is letting me get some time uh creating uh my own NPCs, dealing with their NPCs, because apparently Ralph just sprung an entire cult of people. Um, oh, yeah. uh, oh they're and, mean too. Huh? They're, they're mean too. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh which is gonna be fun to figure out how these guys all work together town and, dynamic and works in with this that. town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we're going to have like a town and then there's this like folks Bodoo hanging compounds. out in the hills. Yeah. Effectively uh, a maroon colony. Yeah. They live by themselves. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely discuss that, figure out how we, how we feel about um, the different dynamics there and stuff cool. like that. Totally open to whatever yep. you want. Um, and uh, yes. And thank you as let others see how to do a good online session zero. Yeah, sure. Thanks. I thank hope you. this one was good. Uh, we'll take that compliment. Yes. I will definitely take it. Um, this is uh, this this. I think session zeros are very very important. Um, if you've yeah. not watched anything, that's probably like one of the things I hammer on the most because you get to see stuff, you get to talk about stuff, and I'll be honest, you get to watch the other players be excited for your character, which is a big driving force for you know what you know. Instead of just being like, oh, I think this is a cool character. When everybody else goes, that's a cool character. Then you're like, oh, man, I'm excited to play this. Uh, 
And if you're the ST, getting everybody together to talk about your town. Um, it's a lot of fun, uh, especially when you force them to do it. In this case, I demand pictures of base building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I threatened them. I told them they've got to start figuring out the features that the town has. What kind, Do they have a mine? Do they have a forest? Apparently, Ooh, no okay, forest. We've good. determined that. Uh, mm-hmm. This Rated entire family refuses to <laughs> settle anywhere near woods. So, we're going to be out on the plains somewhere. It's like fucking, what's his name? That's a little stick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the dwarf from one of the sticks. That's the right. Trees. Goddamn yes. trees. <laughs> so, okay. With uh, with our hate for trees uh, mentioned, thank you all for joining us. If you want to uh, join us on Discord, which I highly suggest, come by yeetinto.space. Uh, that's mm-hmm. www.yeetinto.space. Apparently that works much better. Um, and if you want to support us monetarily, that is staylucky.club or patreon.com slash anonymous. That's why you use the short one. Um, there is merch. There is other stuff. There's lots of different ways you can support us it all basically funnels back into the the show well okay some of it does other goes to pay the guys here and so you know they get paid for playing games which i mean don't we all want that um so uh yeah oh i like that yes there was a forest here but now it's a town (laughs) (laughs) where we decide to put it it could also be like uh I've lost the word. Um, the mud. Mm-hmm. Adobe. Adobe, Adobe yeah. stuff. Yep. That's uh, a good suggestion. Which would be very kind of cool. So that will definitely be stuff that we talk about in Discord and you guys can check out later. Uh, for now, uh, we love you all and we'll see you later. Shoot from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>